Welcome to episode 118 of the Luke Messiah Show. I am recording this in my house and I don't have the cool video recording equipment that we have at the Texas Scorecard Studios, so you're not going to get um, the video version of this recording. But honestly, for a lot of y'all, I know you're going to get joke. I'm going to make all your jokes. This is going to be better. You won't have to see it. Mom always told me I had a face for radio. Um, that's actually not true. She didn't say that. My mom lied. She told me I looked great. Um, here's what we got going on, guys. I'm going to give you two different things uh, today. And there's so much to talk about. I keep talking about this every single week. Really, at the end of the legislative session, we are going to do a pretty extensive recap on everything that happened and what we take away from that as conservative Texans. Here's what you should know. Grassroots Texans have demanded for the last two years that the purple session that happened two years ago never, ever, 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 ever happen again. And these politicians, as much as they denied having a purple session, came back living the reality that so many of y'all were discontent. And so they have worked to produce some more conservative results, and that has resulted in several conservative victories that otherwise we would not have unless conservative Texans actually were willing to call a spade a spade, to call balls and strikes, to call liberal policy liberal policy and conservative policy conservative policy. And that shift in tone and the willingness for conservatives to stand up and fight back is going to deliver several conservative victories. But here's the problem. And I tweeted this out just a couple of days ago, I, I, there are literally state representatives in the state of Texas that are saying that this is the most conservative session in the history of Texas. And at some point, we're going to have to deliver a lesson to some of these people on what conservative actually means, because here's the problem. The Texas legislature, the Texas House of Representatives has had multiple opportunities that Brian Slayton has given them to simply declare that a male is a male and a female is a female. This is general, accepted biological scientific fact for the last several thousand years, thousands and thousands of years, and yet the Texas House of Representatives is so incompetent that they cannot vote in accordance with science and biology and instead are voting in alignment with woke, perverse, leftist, sexual identity ideology. The Texas House of Representatives killed a bill that is supported by 93% of Republicans, a majority of independents, and a plurality of Democrats that would simply ban the barbaric practice of genital mutilation surgery on children in Texas. Hundreds of children in our state are on the path to have genital mutilation surgery, and there are kids that were mutilated this year in the Lone Star State. But according to some state representatives, we just had the most conservative session ever. Imagine if you were on a sinking ship, okay, and you're bailing out water, and you're doing a really lousy job bailing out water, okay? It's coming in at hundreds of gallons a second, and your bailers are just playing. They're bailing like a couple bales of water out of the ship to keep it afloat. And you yell at them, and then they bail like 10 bales out. 10 buckets of water out of the ship while hundreds are pouring in. And they turn around and they go, man, this was the most amazing hour of water bailing we've ever had. Can we all just sit around and rejoice in this victory? And you'd be sitting there going, dude, the, the ship is sinking. We're in a really bad place and we still are not going fast enough. 
and they go, well, okay, whatever. So, that is basically what the Texas House of Representatives is. Dade Phelan, Dustin Burroughs, and Stephanie Click had to work together, and we will talk about this in more detail after the session, but they had to work together to kill this bill. They had to coordinate. They had to cooperate. They had to work as a team. Some would say they worked together as a family. As a family, they worked together to ensure that children still receive genital mutilation surgery this year and next year and the year after. That's sick. But here's what Jeff Leach thinks about that. Jeff Leach, who put the nail in the coffin to Senate Bill 1311 when he decided that the Senate should recess for several days. Uh, when I say the nail in the coffin, I do think that Dade Phelan had pro- was probably already hell-bent on making sure that these surgeries still take place. But Jeff Leach made it impossible um, for that bill to be referred in a timely manner. He tweeted out, thank you, Dade Phelan, for your principled stands and steady leadership of the Texas House. So if you're wondering what Jeff Leach thinks of the man who is literally protecting doctors who are butchering children in Texas through genital mutilation surgery, Dade Phelan, again, we'll go into more details on this in a future episode, worked intentionally to kill Senate Bill 1311 and HB 1399, legislation that would ban this barbaric practice. Texas is mutilating children now. 14 and 15-year-old children. Permanent genital mutilation surgery because of sexual revolutionaries that have perverted certain medical professions, psychological professions, and certain parents. And they are destroying these children's lives. So that's happening. This is an undeniable fact. And Jeff Leach tweeted out after he killed Senate Bill 1311 with his procedural move, I will be angry if Senate Bill 1311 does not pass. As if, like, Dade Phelan is not the one standing in the way. There's just this vague general opposition to this bill that isn't the leader of the Texas House. Because a couple days after saying this needs to happen and if it doesn't happen, we failed and I'm angry if it doesn't, he then goes on to describe the leader that killed that bill as a principled person who has had steady leadership. Yes, Dade Phelan has steadily, in a very steady way, and in a, he has taken stands against those children and for the doctors mutilating them. There is no denying that fact. And the only way these legislators can is to ignore the issue. So Jeff Leach can say that he's upset that this bill hasn't passed, but he literally is praising the person who killed it. And if that is not cognitive dissonance, I do not know what is. Also last week, Governor Abbott decided to lift the mask mandate on public schools. An asinine mandate to have in place in the first place. But... He decided to lift it. He did announce that he was lifting it, but then he announced, he does this sometimes, he announced that he's going to lift it in 30 days, which is very strange. It's very strange to be like, this is not working, and so 30 days from now, we're going to stop doing the thing that's not working. But that actually kind of shows the worldview of the governor of Texas. 
at the end of the day, it's all optics. It's all a game. It's all whatever makes him look good. It's not actually based on governing and public policy. Masks, masking all these children in public schools is dumb. In most of Europe, these kids were never masked. And if they were masked, they were masked for a very short period of time, and then they weren't masked anymore. And they're fine. It never should have been done. Greg Abbott realized he was getting heck for it and wanted to get public media to praise him. So he came out and said, starting in 30 days, we're going to stop masking these kids. In two weeks, in three weeks. I can't remember the exact amount of time. Not tomorrow. Not in a couple days. Not while they're still in school. By the way, do you know when he lifted the mask mandate on schools? After school closed. He announced while school was still going on and then said they're going to stop mandating masks after school is done. Whoa, what bold leadership. Texans, wake up. Here's what I like, though. So Ken Paxton revealed what he actually thought about Governor Abbott's policy. Governor Abbott's the one who was mandating masks on your kids in school. You have to understand, he solely had the authority to either empower. Nobody wondered what school districts would do, except for a couple rural school districts. All the others mandated masks, okay? So all these school districts are going to mandate masks if the governor says you can. And if the governor says you can't, you can't. So Governor Abbott gets to decide, are all these kids going to go to school masked or not? And he masks them. And he masks them through the entire school year, through the entire semester. And then a couple weeks before school ends, he says, I'm going to end this mask mandate after school ends. Ken Paxton posted, great work, Governor Abbott, on Executive Order 36. That's the mask mandate order. No more petty local government nanny staters mandating silly masks. The left has used masks as tools of control and micromanagement for too long. No more. Now, what did he actually just say? What he actually just said was that Governor Abbott is a nanny stater who has been using masks as tools of control and micromanagement. Because he has. The governor of Texas mandated masks on the entire state for nearly a year. And then he said, I'm going to make sure that all the schools keep these kids masked because I don't want to be responsible for that. He's used these as tools of control and micromanagement. He's done the nanny state stuff. This is why some Republicans are just incredibly disingenuous. If you believe that masks have been used as tools of control and micromanagement, then by God, say it. Say it when Republicans are doing it. Say it when Democrats are doing it. But they won't. They'll wait till the governor's on the right side of it, and then they will not only praise him, for now opposing his own policy, then they will call his policy a policy of the left, which was not a policy of the left. It was his policy. So what are two things we learned this week? We learned that Jeff Leach thinks that if you are someone who's going to lead the Texas House to killing a bill that will end the genital mutilation surgeries of children in Texas, you are principled and a steady leader. And we learned that Ken Paxton has thought that the last year of Governor Abbott mandates are nanny state 
mandates used to control and micromanage Texans. But he waited until Abbott stopped so that he could point the finger at the left and gain a bunch of applause. And that post got 6,000 likes and 550 shares and a bunch of comments of conservative Texans that are tired of being governed by big government Republicans. But here's the thing. They're playing you. That post, completely disingenuous. Jeff Leach's post where he said, I'm so angry that this bill hasn't passed. I'm so angry that this bill that's going to protect these kids who are getting their genitals mutilated isn't passing? No, you're not. Because if you were angry, you wouldn't say that the guy who killed it is a steady-handed, principled leader. You can't have it both ways, Representative Leach. And you can't have it both ways, Attorney General Ken Paxton. Both of y'all need to start being more honest with what you actually believe. This is the problem so many state representatives are going to have. They're all going to have to go back to their districts and they're going to have to say that Republicans were amazing. Because there's a loyalty to party over principle, to party over policy. They can't admit that all the taxpayer subsidies to illegal immigrants stayed in place. They can't admit that they punted on actually securing the border. They can't admit that your property taxes are going up. They can't admit that children are still going to have their genitals mutilated. Children! They can't admit that two-year-olds are going to be told by a psychologist because you picked a certain color or a certain Happy Meal, you're now the opposite sex to what you were born. They can't admit that that's still going on and that they had to work to protect those practices and make sure that they were still legal. They can't admit it. Because if they did, they'd have to be honest with you. They would have to tell you, Texans, the ship is sinking and we need to start bailing water faster. And just because today I woke up and did 10 buckets compared to last year's efforts where I did one bucket doesn't change the reality that the ship is sinking. Thank God the Texas House of Representatives was not the group of founding fathers that actually established this country because I promise you we would not recognize our nation today if it was. There you go. This is episode 118 of the Luke Messiah Show. I am so blessed that so many of y'all are so engaged in the state of Texas and I can't tell you how honored I am to be engaged on these important matters alongside each and every one of you. God bless you and God bless Texas.